Good afternoon for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty, and welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, we talk to the CEO of the Regina Chamber of Commerce on NAFTA renegotiations, which got underway in Washington today. We'll also discuss new gene editing technology and how it will help agriculture adapt to climate change. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca and McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougal Auctioneers, for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougalauction.com. Today, officials from Canada, the U.S. and Mexico sat down in Washington to begin renegotiations of the North American Free Trade Agreement. John Hopkins, the CEO of the Regina Chamber of Commerce, says despite Donald Trump's flip-flopping opinions on NAFTA, it remains something that's vital to not only all of Canada, but Regina and the surrounding area itself. Well, I think to, to start with, I think some of Trump's uh, comments early on have, are more about positioning uh, than anything else. And if we've learned anything from Trump, it's uh, one day it's one thing, the next day it's something else entirely. No, NAFTA is really, really important to Canada, the United States, and Mexico. I don't think anyone really wants to damage that. And I think the the primary thing that we're hearing is, uh, as part of the negotiations, is to really do no harm, just given, you know, there are so many businesses that are impacted. And, uh, you know, from a Regina perspective, that you know, NAFTA is really, really important. We have a steel mill here in Everest. We have the refinery. We have the potash companies that are around us, as well as all of the agriculture. And uh, canola being one of the, the crops that's uh, very, very important as part of the trade between Canada and the United States, as well as uh, as well as um, potash, and, and the list kind of goes on. So when we look at it from a Regina perspective, is, is it important? There's no question about that. Is it important to Canada? It's, it's the number one trading agreement that we have, so there's no doubt about that, that it's important. Uh, we'll leave the negotiations up to uh, Canada and the United States and Mexico, but I think that we're in a good position, and I'm not overly concerned at this point. However, once we start, uh, then we'll know exactly what the position of the United States is as, as well as Mexico. Hopkins says they've also been in talks with the Quad City Chamber of Commerce, who happens to be the home of John Deere. Yeah, we've certainly had discussions, uh, had a discussion with the Quad City Chamber of Commerce, and they happen to be the home of uh, John Deere. Pretty important sort of trade between Saskatchewan and the United States with John Deere in terms of machinery. Uh, and they're very, very supportive of trade, as well as the, the uh, Salt Lake City Chamber of Commerce had some uh, communication with them, as well as the Baton Rouge Chamber of Commerce. So there's, you know, Chambers of Commerce are, generally speaking, uh, very much in favor of free trade, and I think we've seen that uh, over the course of the last month or so. We've also sent correspondence to every single state capital chamber uh, of commerce, and uh, we think that uh, most, by and large, chambers of commerce are very, very supportive of free trade. So we're continuing to work that angle, as well as talking to chambers across the country about how important trade is with uh, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. When it comes to the Trudeau government, Hopkins says Canadian negotiators will represent the country as a whole and Saskatchewan well. Well, I think as I understand how these uh, um, negotiations will work, I can't remember the exact name of our, our lead negotiator, but he is excellent. There's no question about that. 
he will represent the interests of Canada very, very well. As part of his uh, team, the provinces uh, have negotiators or, uh, as part of that as well. And so I think Saskatchewan will, you know, Saskatchewan's voice will be heard. I don't anticipate at this time there's going to be trade-offs between one side of the country and the other, but, you know, you never know until we actually see what's going to happen at the negotiating table. But at this point, uh, we're fairly confident we have probably one of the best negotiators in the world that we could possibly have, so there's a lot of comfort in that. That was John Hopkins, the CEO of the Regina Chamber of Commerce, speaking on NAFTA renegotiations that are now underway in Washington. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. New gene editing technology will help agriculture adapt to climate change and likely be a much more appeasing to consumers wary of GMOs. That from Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl. Genetically modified usually refers to uh, to our DNA technology, and and that's the technology that gave us uh, herbicide resistant uh, canola or uh, herbicide resistant corn and and uh, insect resistant corn, and and that really is is yesterday's technology. I, I know that's hard to believe, but uh, but that is is a, a technology that uh, that has been been passed over at at this point. Um, and we're we're looking at the the next generation of of technology, and it, it's not really genetic modification, and and it's not what uh, uh, what people think of when they when they think of of GM. Um, it's it's something different, um, and it's different because uh, it it doesn't involve uh, any any genetic material coming from from outside uh, the plant. So uh, it would uh, a uh, New variety coming from from the new techniques would uh, would still have have all the same genetic material and and would have no uh, no genes brought in from from an outside plant or or outside bacteria um, or or any other organism and and so it's new um, it's uh, it's fundamentally different uh, from what we've seen in the past um, and yes we do have to have a conversation with uh, with consumers uh, about uh, about the benefits and uh, and how uh, how the uh, the new technologies will uh, will improve what consumers see on their shelves. Dahl says gene editing will rapidly speed the plant breeding process. Currently, he says it can take 10 to 15 years or more to breed a new variety using traditional plant breeding methods. With the new processes, he says it can be done in half the amount of time. Dahl says get gene editing technology will allow scientists to deliver crops that are drought tolerant and disease resistant, and likely a few beneficial traits that haven't even been contemplated. Dahl admits many consumers are wary of a new science and technology, especially when that science is applied to food. He says we can't blaze the new technology trail and ignore the consuming public. There still is a, is a lot of uh, a lot of resistance uh, to the uh, uh, the concept of, of GM products, uh, uh, despite all the science behind it, and, and despite uh, despite all the research that uh, uh, you know is, is showing that uh, the the technology is safe. Um, and so we need to do uh, you know instead of waiting for for the activists to to come out and and uh, and try to do to the new technologies what they did to the the old GM technologies, uh, we need to start that conversation with consumers now um, and uh, and ensure that uh, that we do have that acceptance uh, because the uh, the new techniques are they're really quite exciting Dahl says 
when it comes to genetic engineering technology, there are lessons to be learned from past mistakes. I think when we first uh, saw the, uh, the, the, the GM technologies, the uh, RDNA technologies, come, come onto the scene in, in the, the 1980s, uh, the, the focus was on, on delivering a product to, to farmers. Um, and, and there really wasn't a discussion with consumers. It was, uh, uh, in, we, you know, the, the researchers ensured that they, they met the regulatory requirements. Uh, they, the goal was to provide the benefits to producers, uh, and there really wasn't at all a conversation with, uh, with consumers. And, and uh, we shouldn't do that again. Uh, we need to start to have that conversation with consumers today um, to, in, to ensure that we do have that market acceptance uh, when, when the traits are ready to come out of the, uh, the trial plots and out of the laboratories and into the field. Dahl says scientists and farmers need to come out of the fields and labs to explain why the new technology is good for consumers and the planet and how it will benefit someone in downtown Toronto with no connection to the farm. Dahl adds the federal government must also be an active partner and lead the development of clear science-based regulations that include the new gene editing techniques. He adds the government also has to actively engage regulatory agencies in key markets to follow the Canadian example and implement a regulatory regime that allows rather than prevents the use of new plant breeding techniques. Back in a moment. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Holly's Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Holly's Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Prices were mixed in early trading today. Durham unchanged at 293.77. Feed barley unchanged at 150.29. Canola also unchanged at 462.74. Flax is up 20.81 to 446.25. Oats are down 235 to 152.72. Yellow peas unchanged at 288.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 136.48. And number one red spring wheat is at 250.38. Back in a moment. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642-5358 or Weyburn at 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, August the 16th. A good run here with 900 total head, 300 cows and bulls, 450 yearlings, and 150 balling calves in the sale today. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 85 to 95 sales to 96, 97. We had a big package of exotic cows weighing 1,600 pounds. They topped out at a dollar and a half. D3 cows, 70 to 85. The cows are averaging 92 cents. Heiferets, 120 to 130. Good bulls, 110 to 125 sales to 129. The bulls are averaging 119. On to the feeder market. Here's last Wednesday's feeder market report. Had some top-end steers from that good Roblin country. 750-pound tan steers, 197. 825-pound tan steers, 189. And 900-pound steers at 179. On to the heifer side, some heifers from that Hubbard area. 700-pound red heifers, 180. 800-pound heifers, 166.50. And 930-pound heifers, 159.50. Just take note, that was last Wednesday, August 9th, feeder prices. Our next, uh, next week, August the 23rd, over 500 yearlings booked so far for this sale. If you got yearlings to market, this should be the sale to bring them to. 
this Friday, August the 18th, our first sheep lamb goat sale. This sale starts at 11 o'clock on Friday, receiving on Thursday from 8 to 8 and right up until sale time. And our first horse sale will be Friday, August the 25th at 3 o'clock. Take note, that's a new time. For more information on these upcoming sales, phone Heartland Yorkton, 783-9437. That's it for this week. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Wednesday, August 16th. Hams sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 181 to 190 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,500 heads, selling in a range of 181 to 190 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 67 to 74 cents per pound live weight. Hams cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 51 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2755. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.74 cents US. US cash markets are lower with pressure coming from larger slaughter numbers and thoughts that the market is getting ready for a ramp up in production. Slaughter came in lower than what the hog and pig report replied over the last two weeks. This week, however, slaughter is on pace at approximately 3.5% higher than last year, a number that coincides with USDA estimates. Lean hog futures rallied yesterday, posting gains for the second session this week and are trading higher this morning. The larger than average spread, the strong cash market, and the slower than expected slaughter pace over the last couple weeks has been cited as factors for the move. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Raymore Yorkton in Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves troughs, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. Mainly sunny skies today, a high of 27. Tonight, partly cloudy, down to a low of 8. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, a 30% chance of showers throughout the afternoon with the risk of thunderstorms, a high of 27 and a low of 10. Sunshine for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with highs of 29, a low of 12 Friday. Saturday, a high of 23, a low of 9, and Sunday, a high of 23. The normal daytime high this time of year is 25. The normal overnight low, 9 degrees. The sun rose this morning at 549. It should set around 817 this evening. Around the province right now, Estevan, Saskatoon, and Yorkton are all sitting at 22. Prince Albert, 21, 23 in Swift Current. Weyburn is 25. Right now in Moose Jaw, sunshine in 24. Partly cloudy skies here in Regina and 23. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, for Jim Smalley, I'm Drew Posty.